Jason. Today's episode of the Lee Summit Town Hall Podcast is brought to the good people by Budget Blinds. Budget Blinds! Like we've been doing that bit for a long, long time. You are welcome, Lee Summit. But I still love hearing it. I know. And look, I'm going to say this. It has become as much part of our brand as it has the Budget Blinds brand. I'm going to say that is a general thing. So I, I wonder like how many times a month someone walks into their store and says that, does that to them. I hope they should. They do it to us when they find out it's our podcast. So, <laughs> Jason, did you know Budget Blinds of Lee Summit is your home for the Signature Series Shades? Oh, hell. The Robot Shade Overlords. Hey, if you are ready to make your home a smart home, Jason, do you know where to go? <laughs> Anywhere that honestly would have something smarter than me would be a good an improvement in my home. But yes, I know where to go. We're going to go to Budget Blinds. Right in the heart of downtown Lee Summit. Tell them Jason and Nick say. Hello again and welcome to Lee Summit Town Hall, a weekly podcast about what you can do to make a difference. I'm Jason Norbury and as always I am joined by a man who had the unmitigated audacity to be slightly later than I was. It is Nick Parker, the publisher yeah. of Link to Lee Summit. Yeah. I literally I texted Nick this morning on our way into the studio and I said I'm running a little bit late and he's like it's cool. And then I got there, and he was running even more late. So <laughs> that's apparently why I was cool. So there you go, Nick. How dare you? Well, How you know, sometimes I like you. to make it challenging for you. That's true. Well, I mean, like, challenging for me in that I sat here in the dark studio and waited for you to show up. Look, look the fact that you did not turn on the lights of your own volition, Yeah, that's not my problem. No, that's, no that was pure slack on my <laughs> you, part, you, honestly. You know how you're a big boy. You can turn on the <laughs> light switch. Turn on the light switch. Does that work? <laughs> uh, publisher, Link to Lee Summit is the source for all the news you need about our very fine city. And our unofficial sponsor today is Swing Sauce. Yes! Guys, I want to say this for the record. I think I got it. I think I hit it. We're ready for we're ready for Wings for Water. We have the recipe pretty well locked down before we even start. I want to let you know, the Link to Lee Summit team, we're going to have two flavors of wings at Wings for Water. Come out, folks. Come, Come out. support this charity. And really, support our winning yeah. wings. Like this is a water for people who are in need all over the world. That's great. But really what we're here for is you come, you bring your dollars, and you support Nick's and my egos. That's really what we're here about. That's what this whole podcast is about. And that's what we're going to be about there on the uh, – what what day is that going to be? It's the that's 9th? That's next Thursday, the 9th. The 9th of September at Harris Park. You're going to come. You're going to bring your dollars. You're going to leave them all. In the link to Lee's Summit Tents bucket to celebrate my wings that are super awesome and make us feel better about ourselves as people, and uh, then you're gonna you're gonna feel good because you supported a charity and made a couple of little guys feel better about themselves. And you get to eat a lot of really good wings. And you get to eat a lot of good wings. You get to eat all the wings regardless of where you put the money. So put it in our bucket. That's what I'm saying. And if you want to know more about wings for water. If you don't get enough of us this week, go listen to last week's episode. We had Chris Turney, the founder of Wings for Water, on. It's a cool conversation. This is a great event that he does every year. Jason, I can't tell you how much I love seeing events come back. It is nice to have So them. we've got Wings for Water next week. Mm-hmm. Exactly nine days after that. You know what else is back? Chili Fest. Chili Fest. And we'll be cooking in that one, too. Yes, we are. We have a, we're, we're doubling up. He who shall not be named and muzzled, or shall be muzzled, uh, will be with us uh, at, at Chili Fest, I believe. But he has abandoned us abandoned us for Wings for Water. 
uh, the heartlessness of this man to go spend time with his family as pre-planned instead of time with us. Week. Week, you know, week sauce. Stay with the theme. Week sauce. Week sauce. So anyway, we will be there. We will have that. Um, that's another good, uh, I think, a nice event for the community and a good time. And it's back. We didn't have it last year. We had no Chili Fest. So it's always good to have that out there. Nick, what else is going on in the yeah, fine that, month? That, we'll, we'll let everybody know. Though. It's September 18th. It's in the back parking lot at Bridge Space in downtown Lee Summit. You can check out the Facebook page for Chili Fest and get all of the other details. Also, hey. We'll have Ben Rayo from Bridge Space and the Chili Fest group. He's going to be on in a couple of weeks. So he'll be on before that. Then, right after that one, Oktoberfest is back. Lisa Summit Chambers annual. We'll say annual even though, like everybody, they had to skip last we year. We don't it's still, count last year. We last don't year, count last 2020 year. 2020 shall be forgotten. Lisa Summit Chambers annual Oktoberfest is back for 2021. This is cool, Jason, because it really is the first of the – the festivals that we have in our downtown district, it's the first of those festivals to return it. So I think everybody is just crazy excited about having these back. Yep. Go ahead out there, everybody. Get your shots. Get yourselves ready to go. Be there for Oktoberfest. Let's uh, let's bring some more life. Uh, and and so hats off to the people in downtown who have done uh, yeoman's work trying to find ways to make uh, downtown events and, and things safe for people to come so we don't have any of these issues They've done a great job, but man, we miss those big festivals, and I'm glad to see one of them come back. And as as is what we do, we'll have Rachel Dyer, Rachel Dyer, and Connie Smith from the Chamber on to preview that. So keep up with us on the Town Hall podcast, Jason. A couple of newsy things I do want to I do want to talk about. Um, let's 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 start with the the school district. If you've been to the LSR7 website, lsr7.org, you notice. That COVID dashboard, it's back in action. Hey, and just a, just a quick note, look, we're already seeing some effects, and I don't think it's too much of a surprise as people go back to school and almost everybody is in person. We've seen some quarantines happen throughout the district. So if you want to keep track of kind of the numbers and what's going on, you can go to the website and follow those. Yeah, no, it's awesome. Uh, it's good the, that the district is doing those out. They, they had their stats for uh, – you know, the week ending on the 30th, on the 31st. So they are keeping those up to date pretty quickly. So you'll you'll be able to keep track of, of what's going on around you because you probably won't hear a lot. Like there's not going to be like news that, you know, one kid tested positive and four kids had to spend a week in quarantine as a result. That's not going to like bust the news cycle when we have whole school districts shutting down in Texas and things of that nature. Uh, but we, we want to make sure that things are, you, if you want to keep track on that news, you can do so. Speaking of the school districts, Jason, hey, they do some really cool kind of production work with some of the teachers and students. There was this is a little late, but I want to make sure everybody go, gets a chance to go look at it. There was a, a kind of a music video that the school district put out at the beginning of the year called "Rise Up, Don't Give Up on Me." We put a link to it. We put it on our, on our website at linktothesummit.com. Go check it out. It's really cool. Some of these teachers and students, the talent is is awesome. That's all true. Can we talk about something nerdy right now for a minute? Do you want to nerd it up? Well, not not too not too much nerd. All right, all right Un- so, Uncle Jay, Uncle Jay. All right, so we're we're moving away from the school district. We are moving away from the school district into more of the uh, the city council slash economic development universe. So, as we have mentioned this project a number of times in the past, the Paragon Star project, the soccer field, and uh, I guess I'll just slash sum up mixed with use other stuff. 
that theoretically <laughs> is going to be. So there's been moving. They've been moving dirt. They are building the there's soccer fields. A lot of dirt being right. moved. They are building the soccer fields as we speak. Um, that's been going on, but and that's good because, like you know, having an, a, a project like have all the fanfare and all the other things and then like not build is a thing we don't want. If they're going to, you know, we're going to have these projects. We want them to be successful. There is some overall gain, but the, the, the entertainment to uh, at least the momentary entertainment for us is that they were back in front of the council to find with yet another incentive request. And, and you know, this is not the moment in time to opine on the appropriateness of incentives or what's the right amount of level and all that sort of stuff. But simply put, I'm going to say it this way. I'd never heard of this one before. Um, I did a little bit of quick research. So, uh-huh. so what they, what they, what, what was approved this last time as a neighborhood improvement district? I hadn't heard of it either. It's been around since 1990 in the state of Missouri. Right. So, essentially, relatively new. I guess. Essentially, this is one that uh, funds improvements through an internal property tax assessment. Um, that's going to be done there. And I do not know any of the details of what they, I did not dig into that much. It was just mostly of a, they, they were there for an incentive and I'm like, huh, I hadn't even heard of that incentive. Did they just make one up? But no, in fact, it's been around for a while, uh, and do that. So I think though it, this is probably a good time for us at some point here in the next several weeks or month or whenever we can get back to it is to have a, a, a thorough conversation about like, what an incentive package in a development package really looks like. So like think about not only like without passing judgment on per se, but just in, in terms of, okay, so this is a project that costs X numbers of millions of dollars. They're receiving Y amount of incentives. You know, how are those things structured and where, where all, where, you know, where does the money come from? And like, where is it all going in these sorts of projects? I think it's an interesting way to look at that because I think it's, Oftentimes we get caught up in the the rhetoric, right? You, if you pay attention, like there's some very, very active groups in Kansas City, Missouri, very opposed to uh, to any incentive packages. to any incentive packages, uh, especially because they're there. They do reduce money that goes into the public schools, which maybe don't have enough funding, and you get a whole bunch of things. But they have they sort of a, a blanket opposition to those sorts of things. You've got groups, you know, most development supported groups think all the incentives are great and they should all get them all the time. And it's really hard to get enough information and facts to where, like you, the educated, middle-of-the-road, honest listener who's trying to piece through these things can figure out where you stand on these sorts of incentives. Like, I have developed an opinion uh, about these things, but it's because I've seen, like, dozens and dozens and dozens of projects over the years, like, come across my eyesight to see how things are put together. And I, you know, I've got some ideas, but, you know, while I think you should listen to me, you don't need to listen to me. You just need to understand what the facts are so then you can make your own decisions. Well, and, that, and that's kind of the point of what we do when we get nerdy. We, we want you to be educated voters. And so when you talk to your elected representatives, you can give them a decent opinion on, on what you think and how you think these things should work. And also, too, Jason, we're just nerds and we like to learn right. about but this stuff. I, I, would but say I, think that I think you're right. We should probably uh, – we'll, we'll dig into that a little bit and see if we can find the right, right guest to come walk us through – some of these things. I would really enjoy a series of public comments on a, a proposed incentive project in front of the city council with a bunch of people up there with like the numbers and talking about public value versus gain back and like where are we getting our ROI and all those sorts of things as opposed to people banging on the, you know, incentives good or incentives bad and or, you know, those right. sorts of things. Because there's nuance to everything. There's nuance to everything and you can you can make a decision, you can have an opinion and opinions can differ. 
But, you know, we should all be informed. And I think as we've learned, usually those blanket opinions don't work. Except mine. Well, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) Jason, that's really all we've got. Those are just a couple of notes and really kind of a promise to we're going to we're going to go find somebody and we'll learn more and we'll have everybody along with us. You quietly snuck in like a whole September preview for it while you're at it. though. I am so excited about September. Really, it. I realize that we're not really all the way past COVID yet, and there's a lot of bad and worry and out there. But man, we're seeing ways to have these events back and to right. be among the people again. And I can't tell you how good that feels. I was at a community event on Sunday, Jason. It was fantastic. I got to hang out with like a hundred people. And it was really cool. I mean, honestly, right now that sounds terrifying to me. But I, it's this, that that is my blanket opinion, not everybody else's in, as a whole. But I think that this is the thing we we have gotten to a point now where we understand the the science of how the virus transmits. Right? We are, we have a vaccine on board, so we can take we can take simple actions to reduce our risk. We can take a vaccine, which really really reduces our risks. Right? Of getting super sick. And, and we can do some things. And on the back end, if you do come into contact, we know what to do to sort of minimize the risk of giving it to other people. So, And i got to tell you, too. You I, can build I've, that and have events now. I've made a concerted effort to get some fun masks to wear. So, like, you know, I kind of – I like to bring a little humor, too, and a little fun when I wear my masks. So, and these are – so these are good things. So I think we are getting now – like, unlike a year ago when we were all still trying to figure out what in the – bleep we were doing right how do we how are we ever going to be in a room together again right we were we were remote we weren't like as we are in the studio now we all the things that we were dealing with now we have a lot of stuff on board to make it good and i am glad to see the fruits of all of that effort thank you scientists right for for doing all those things and public officials for working through these things and helping us get all these basic rules and structures in place to where we can get together in in real ways with, you know, a couple of, you know, take an extra step. It's like putting on sunscreen, right? It's like put on a mask, get your vaccine, and you can go out and have fun in the sun. There we go. That'll wrap us up for this week. We'll talk to everybody next time.